Hey, what's up, everyone? This is David Greenspan, and you are listening to the Mindshare Podcast, a proud member of the Industry Syndicate Media Network. Additional podcasts are available at industrysyndicate.com and mindshare101.com. This week's episode is sponsored by Kits Keep in Touch Systems. This is episode 48. It's amazing how life can change in the blink of an eye. Here we are stressing every single day about how much we have to do, how much more we want to make. We stress about all the things we want in life. We stress about not having all the things we want in life. We stress about how people are driving too slow or when our computers or phones are taking too long to do something. We find anything and everything to stress about. I'm not saying we all walk around with our hair lit on fire, and I'm not suggesting that every single person is a chaotic mess every day. Don't get me wrong. I do know some people like this, and I find it next to impossible to be around them. Those people are like a gray cloud, hanging over your head any, everywhere and anywhere you go. They're just bad energy. But is it really all necessary? And I don't just mean about how those people act. I mean about the way we all carry ourselves. How hard we push ourselves to get those things we ultimately want. And trust me, I'm just as guilty as the next guy. I want it all, like, right now. I want to run before I can walk. And no, I don't want to be told that I can't. Let's go. I've got things to do, people to see, places to be. I mean, can we speed this up already, please? You ever feel this way? Do you feel this way right now? Or are you totally laid back with a total laissez-faire attitude and it will be what it will be? I mean, if you are, that's okay. Nothing wrong with it. But in today's world, just based on cost of living alone, unless you were born into the easy life, then you and I probably just want different things out of life, which that's okay. However, I imagine most people want more. And have we been programmed to want more? I think that for sure we have. I mean, this world of social media doesn't exist. Like, it doesn't exactly make it easy not to be exposed to what else is out there, what, like what opportunities there are. And when you see someone you know who has... It's the old adage about keeping up with the Joneses. We want to have too. Not that it's right, but in most cases, just the way it is. And this can come down to anything. It doesn't have to be money. It could be food. It could be fashion. It could be your neighbor's grass. Anything. This is what causes trends and makes things number one hits. This is what we call a sheeple mentality. Bah! <laughs> we follow We, as people, look at and follow one another. So all of this, is this what makes us for some reason, or or, or most of us at least, simply want more? Then it's back to the, well, shit, I don't yet have more. Then it's back to the, hurry, 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 I need to, it. well, (coughs) you know, I want it now. And now the hustle and bustle is real. And unless managed right, it can be really stressful. I mean, in many cases, it can even lead to depression and mental illness. And even if like not at that point necessarily, you're still just simply not a happy person in life. You see the negative to every situation, the problem in it all. You criticize before being complimentary. You see the problem before the solution. But all of that is no way to live. You can't. You're not happy. Your mind is not in a good place. Your mood shows it. Your body suffers from it. And you ultimately do not achieve anything you really want. How can you heal from anything when you live that way? When you get too old to, when you don't get the deal, when you have a fight with a friend or a family member, 
Or let's go extreme like I have at this current moment and break your hand. How do you heal from it? And yes, I mean both physically and mentally. In fact, I got a question for you. Do you think a person who is happy and grateful would heal quicker than a person who lives life with a negative mind? I'm going to challenge you that the happy and grateful person will always heal faster. And I am going to put this to the test. You see, of course, I don't really know the exact answer to this. I've personally never broken any bones before. I mean, up until now. I've also never been as grateful in life as I am today. If you've tuned into the Mindshare podcast for some time now, you've heard me talk about gratefulness before, I'm sure. The beautiful thing about it, though, is that when you're consistent about it and really, truly living it every single day, it keeps getting better and better and better. Waking up every morning, and it's the first thing I do is write down the things I have. And I mean, I may not have them like right this second, or I may not actually have them exactly in my possession, but they will be shortly. I can guarantee you that. Then before I go to bed, I write down everything I am grateful for. You see, this does two things. Actually, three things. In the morning, it reminds me of everything I am working towards in life. It drives me to actually do what I have to do. To have what I need and what I want to. Then at night, it lets me lay my head down, reminding myself about everything I did that day that is helping me have what I need and what I want. And the third thing, it helped me start to heal both physically and mentally the second I broke my arm. Well, my hand. Let me break this down for you. Two weeks ago Thursday, came to the office on a mission. (laughs) Like many mornings. I mean... Because part of my evening routine is that I do take 15 to 20 minutes every single night, no matter what happens, come hell or high water, to plan for tomorrow. See, I've got 14 live in front of large audience presentations within 28 days this November. Never mind how busy September and October were. It has been a very rewarding in many ways for sure. Like It, it has been an amazing past number of months and, and, and looking even ahead. Yet there's been a ton of content to write. And I'd like to say that I enjoy every second of it. But let's be real. I want to sit down on the couch and veg out like just as much as the next person does. Like I'd love to get seven, eight hours of sleep every night too. Instead, I'm excited if I get five. Writing content along with the many other tasks that need to get done in a day, in my day, and not to mention coaching both hockey and rep baseball, sleep is not the cards. Like it's just not in my cards right now. So no, I don't enjoy every second of it. But to have what I need and want? Now is the time to make it happen. I mean, (laughs) mainly because I don't want to put in the effort I'm putting in now later on down the road. I'm trying to pave the way for me, for my family, and for my team right now. So we can all have a ton of fun later. I mean, sounds good to me. So here I am, that Thursday, and I had planned to get a ton of writing done, knowing what lies ahead in the schedule. I got around 8.30 in the morning and like into the office and finally finished up around 8.30 that night. A nice 12-hour day, like actually in the office. And I crushed it. Like I got everything I planned done and more. I felt so good. How I knew what I needed to do, I mean, bottom line, I use a calendar. It's not rocket science here. I mean, I'm diligent about marketing everything down. I can see it. I can make it happen. But I got it all done that day. And what was really awesome is that I had hockey after that. So I wrapped up. Left the office, didn't even go home, didn't see the kids, unfortunately. 
Didn't see Jen. And I headed straight to the rink for a 10-15 hockey game. Okay, so I left the office at 8.30, headed over to the rink, 20-minute, whatever, drive over the rink. And what was also really awesome was that we were leaving the next morning at 9 a.m. to get the little man to a hockey tournament across the border in Buffalo. So the night started off like any other. A bunch of us run into each other in the parking lot, and we make our way inside. A couple guys have some pregame refreshments. <laughs> we all get ready, and then we hit the ice. I stepped on at 10.15 that night. We took our three-minute pregame warm-up, you know, a few laps around the ice, some shots on net, a little stick handling or whatever, just get warmed up. And then we lined up for the face-off. I started the game on the first line that night. I played defense. Ref blows the whistle. Puck drops. Puck goes down to our zone. I go to chase it down behind the net, and the guy on the other team is right behind me. As we turn to go behind the net, I feel my feet get tripped out from under me. I go down, slamming into the boards so hard and crack. I felt it in my hand. Like, I felt it hard. And I mean, just retelling the story right now. (laughs) I could see it in my head. I could feel it. That, yeah, I knew something right there, right? Now, you're probably wondering, like, so Dave, what happened next? I immediately got up to my knees, shook off my gloves, and I'm, I'm sitting there on my knees right now, and I started moving my wrists around, right? Just trying to shake off the pain, like anything else. You know, sometimes you bump your hand or you, you hit it on something. But it wasn't shaking off. Like, the pain just wasn't going away. And I mean, I, I knew it was bad when I went down, but the adrenaline was rushing so hard that I was just trying to pass the pain off, thinking, okay, yeah, 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 this is like anything else. I'm going to shake it off. Go to the bench, get back out there on the next shift. You know, one of those. So I got up, started to skate to the bench, and the other guy was apologizing a whole bunch. And I, I, like, look, sincerely, I knew he didn't do it on purpose. But at that point, I wasn't, like, I wasn't talking or acknowledging anybody. Not the refs, not my team, nobody at that moment, right? I was in my own world. So I get up to skate to the bench, and that's when I noticed, well, my finger. (laughs) And I'll save you the details on that, but it wasn't good. And that was when I realized my night was over. Now, here's why I share this story with you. Living in a grateful place, living a grateful life, it helped me to get through all the pain that night. Well, I mean, most of it for that matter. And I'll fast forward this just for a moment and let you know that at that moment where I went back to the change room, although it wasn't like x-ray official yet, I could feel it. I'd broken my wrist. My finger was busted. I didn't know it was done in three places, but like I knew what was going on. You see, sitting there in the room, I've seen stars. I was in pain. But more so... My body was going through a rush of adrenaline like I've never experienced before. So I was doing what I could to make sure I, bottom line, didn't pass out. I mean, truth, like, I didn't want to be carried out on a stretcher. And certainly not for a broken wrist. So I wasn't going to let myself pass out in that room. I mean, plus, if they carry you out, all that hockey gear gets cut off at the hospital. And nope, not having that either. And the boys were coming in and out of the room. They were making sure I was good. It, it, was, it was good. And all this in like a 10-minute window, remember this, a 10-minute window of my 10-15 hockey game starting. Off this great day of doing all this work, feeling so accomplished, being excited of what's ahead. Well, now for the hardest part. (laughs) I have to make the call home. And remember, it's only 10-25, and like she knows what time my game started. So I make the call, phone's ringing, she picks up the phone and immediately goes, what's wrong? There was no hello. She knew something was up, and of course... I, I like had to break the news, right? So I said flat out. Again, although I didn't know, but I told her. I said I broke my finger. And I mean, that one you could see clearly. And I'm pretty sure it broke my wrist. I made sure to tell her that I wasn't really in a position to drive at that moment. 
And like, just whatever. I wasn't. And I wanted to be responsible about that. It would have been stupid to try to get behind a wheel to get myself to the emergency room. So she and my cousin, she tells me she's going to, you know, grab one of my cousins. They're going to come down. They're going to grab me. Okay, cool. So they start to make their way down to get me, my bag, and my car. Now, now here I am, like, in the room by myself. And I'm sitting there trying to control my breathing and stay focused on needing to get changed. And I had this ever so natural thought start to run through my mind. I started to analyze the situation and I started to tell myself, I am so grateful it's my left arm and not my right arm. I am so grateful it was only my arm. I am so grateful it wasn't worse. Wow, me saying this to myself. I was so proud of myself. Like, seriously, I'm telling you that right now. I'm so proud. Here I am with my first broken bone of life. I just had to leave a hockey game after not even a full shift on the ice. Plus, with all the talks and travel I have ahead of me, and, and, and riding season's officially over now, instead of loathing myself and baking in the pain, I was actually quite naturally telling myself how grateful I was. And like, I'm telling you this now, I still can't believe it. Think about it. It's one thing to just, well, to just think about it. It's another thing to write it down and bring it to life. And it's a whole nother world when you can do it consistently and start to see the living proof, the real results that happen because of it. And when that happens, there's no turning back. It's way too real. I mean, this shit works. And my arm being busted wasn't the first time I found myself reacting in the positive rather than the negative. But it was the first broken bone. And it freaking hurt. But I'm grateful. The pain was minimized. The stress was almost non-existent. And I had to be in Buffalo for the most important little man in my entire life tomorrow morning. I need to get to the ER, get a cast on, get to, the, you know, get to bed so we're not late. And that's how locked and loaded I was at that moment. Hey, come on, I mean, you, you've got to be thinking. Like, that's pretty crazy, right? But 100% truth. And I've not even taken one painkiller at all since this happened. Not even one. How is all this possible? I consistently practice being grateful for what I have in life. So you could also be thinking, well, if you're manifesting what you have and practicing gratefulness, then how the heck did this happen to you? Let's be clear here. <laughs> this is real life. This shit ain't magic. Well, I, I mean, I guess I can't quite say that. But like I told the doctor that night, shit happens. Let's hurry up and get this arm straightened out, this cast on, and get me the F out of here because I got shit to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? For real. Being grateful helped me work through all the pain and stress I could have suffered that night. Keywords could have and suffered. But none of that happened. I was calm, cool, collected, and ready to go. Extend that to these past two weeks in this uncomfortable cast. Yeah, my first few nights, I didn't sleep much. And yes, my hand was throbbing as if you took a hammer to it and just kept pounding on it. But I'm here, and I continue to move ahead. And yes, I know, it's just a hand. But that's the point. Being positive, being grateful, realizing it could always be worse. It's exactly the mindset I'm talking about us all needing to have. And it takes work. It takes a lot of consistent practice. And yes, there are many nights I don't want to do it, but I do. In the past two weeks, I have been feeling daily improvement in my hand. And I've been getting everything I need to done. And I hope, 
I only have another four, you know, less weeks to go. But all this mindset and gratefulness, as I challenged earlier, is what is going to heal my hand that much faster and get me back to 100%. This is perspective. You have a choice on how you want to look at it, how you want to handle it. No matter what it is, I just told you how you can do this. And I just showed you that it works. So I challenge you. Start to live a grateful life. Write it down every night. Remind yourself of the good rather than the bad. Reward yourself for what you accomplished. Lay your head down with a smile. Make this a consistent habit. And you will always heal faster from everything and anything that can happen in life. You're either listening to this on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Or maybe you went to industrysyndicate.com or downloaded our Industry Syndicate app. Or you went to my website, mindshare101.com. Wherever you like to consume your content, please rate, review, and subscribe. And if you haven't yet, connect with me on Facebook at Mindshare101 and on Instagram at DavidGreenspan101. This has been another episode of the Mindshare Podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening.